This is the Life School Podcast, episode number 193. Sometimes the smallest things we do can have the biggest impact. And today, we're going to show you how serving your city in little ways actually provides a picture and experience of the good news of the gospel. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Heath, I am pretty into the holiday season that we're sort of mid-season, I guess, yeah. right? Post-Thanksgiving, pre-Christmas. I know. I am. I'm kind of into it. I really am. And... Uh, I think the decorations yeah. in and around and on my house prove that. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> because, you know, nothing says I'm really into Jesus' birthday coming up, <laughs> like, <laughs> like <a> lots <laughs> of lights and snowman and stuff. A sled. <laughs> you know, one of the nerd things that I'm super into, and I know it's lame, is I love once a day or so in the season going on the national park system and looking at the live webcams of like Mount Rainier and Mount Baker. And it's just a blizzard. It's just beautiful. Bro, we got the snow, huh? It's awesome, Up man. Up at Rainier? Were you ever like a skiing, snowboarding kind of guy? I've been I've been uh, downhill skiing one exact time in my life. Okay. I was in middle school, and I went on a youth group trip. Oh, man. Classic youth group trip. B- bunches of fun all day. Heavy Turner burn at night yeah. message, you know? Sure. And and I, I remember that it, up on the mountain... It, I never skied, so I don't know how to ski, but I, I, I remember hearing like, hey, powder, soft snow, easier to ski in. If it melts and freezes, really hard yeah. to navigate. It got real sunny that day and got up to about 60, and the mountain melted and then froze. Oh, no. And so it was like glare ice all the way down. No, no Not enough snow plowing you know, yep. in the world with my skis to slow me down. I remember the first couple runs, even though it was like the bunny hill or whatever, just like lightning fast, straight down, straight line. No, I don't know how to turn. And yep. and I remember like, like I was in middle school, some like sophomore, junior year, beautiful youth group girl, older girl who was, I don't know, gorgeous in my memory. Sure. She took pity upon me and taught me how to ski. Oh, it was the best day of my life. That's awesome. It's the only time I've ever skied. Okay. Wasn't that good that I wanted to ski after that. I've done a little cross country now and then for exercise, but yeah. I don't want, and now I'm like, I have made it my whole life without breaking things. Sure. And all they starts. all work good, yeah. except for when I crashed the Harley, you know, I broke my ankle, but it's all fixed. I don't, you know. See, I can't do skiing because I, I don't like things that shoot my legs out from each other that fast. Just, you know, it's like, so I've snowboarded twice. The first time was terrible. I was raised, we weren't raised with a ton of money. We went on a youth group thing up to Big Bear, California. Uh, I didn't know anything about it other than all we could afford was jeans. And by the end of the day, I decided bunny ramps are not for me. So I want to take a little bit of a risk. I was drenched and frozen and like crawling mm. down the mountain. I do remember this in high school that all the kids who had the money to go skiing all the time, yeah. that they had cool ski jackets yep. and their zipper pull had a million ski lift tags on it. Oh yeah. Like do you remember war that? War wounds. Yeah. 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 Like it was They've like a backstage history. pass. Yeah. yeah. Like look at all the ski tags this guy's got. And I remember somehow, I don't know who, I think, I think it was like my aunt or my uncle. You're going skiing. You have a ski jacket. Nope. They bought me a really cool ski jacket. So I went looking like I kind of had it. And I remember just like bar, like anybody's like ski tag. You don't with that? You don't with that tag? So when I, I came back from my one ski trip with my cool ski jacket, yeah. tons of tags. Yeah. Look at you, man. <laughs> You're one of the cool Faker, kids. poser. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude. So a couple weeks back, um, I posted an article that I read and I absolutely loved it. But I, I ended up posting it 
a link of it to the Life School group on the Facebook. And the topic was about 101 small ways that you can improve your city. I remember. Yeah. Awesome so article. So good. It was just really How long great. did it take him to come up with that stuff? Yeah. 101 ways, like all so good yeah. on how to Anyone bless your could city. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. It was some really super simple things. There were some great ideas. And, and it, what I loved about it was that it was ways that individually or as a family or even as a community, like a missional community, you could bring shalom and this glimpse of Eden into the neighborhood. Uh, and one of the things that you did was you immediately referenced how this could provide a bit of the gospel of reconciliation and restoration mm. uh, and good news for our cities and neighborhoods. How did you connect those dots? Yeah, well, for one, again, this the, that article is not ri- it's not like a Christian no. ministry wrote it or whatever. It's people that do urban planning and just help cities be great. Yeah. Um, but as I was reading through all the things, I couldn't help but thinking like, oh man, but that man that helps people that don't have that, or like that gives a really non-threatening way for these types of people to hang out together and have a common cause. Or yeah. wow, that's like just leftover time or stuff. But now we get to bless the whole neighborhood or city. Through. I mean, and so I looked at like going like, hmm, whenever we lay down our life. Life, our preferences we give our time our talent our treasure our stuff away like wow that's like that's a picture of the gospel right god gave his very best and he gave his son and every day he blesses us and every day our heart beats it's another day of grace yeah. and and i look at like all the needs in my life that get met and 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 i think about how i need community and i think about how i want the planet taken care of and a lot of them have to do with you know green space or sure. creating parks or restoring parks or clever things and I, I just remember thinking so much of it goes right back to genesis and sort of this mandate of like hey you are humans your image bears my image and i i created you to be like me mm-hmm. and i put you in charge of everything and you get to name the stuff so so take care of everything and we've talked about the human job description is bear god's image yep. right we just we do <laughs> we're creating that uh hang out with god we get to and take care of his stuff and that includes people sure and every one of these things in this list of 101 small ways and they really are they're not like these oh i'd have to quit my job to do. it's like no they're all real doable they're all ways to either hang out with people you know and take care of people or yep. take care of the planet or provide opportunity for relationships to be either restored renewed or found and I, so all so much of this, I was like, man, I, I wish this was put out by the church, and I wish that churches across the country were doing a whole lot more of it. So as we yeah. talked about that, going like, which ones do we want to do, and which ones like should we like suggest you know to co- communities to do? We were like, we got to do an episode on it and just yeah. ring the bell and, and give some of our favorites, and you know, yeah, you know, one of the things I loved most about the article is that it was a, it was accessible to everybody, young, old, yep. rich, poor, um, creative artists. Uh, you know, handyman, there was group activities, stuff you could do alone, stuff you could do as a family. Yeah. Uh, and back in what episode 185, we were talking about the concept of, of justice and reconciliation and, and this doing justice rather than just demanding justice. But right. I think doing justice really is an all hands on deck approach. Would you agree? I totally do. And what was the episode again we talked about? Episode that? 185. Yeah, we talked about loving mercy and doing justice. And in that, if you heard the episode, you might remember that we talked about the word justice in Hebrew is the same word as righteousness. And yeah. they both mean to restore yeah. or to return. And so all these things, that so much of it have to do with repurposing and restoring and restoration, they really are doing justice. Yeah, they really are. And and go and check out the whole list. We'll give you a way to get that. But I'm going to highlight some of them. But you'll see how each of these really is good news 
for a neighborhood or a city and uh, for us who gets to be the bringers of the good news, right? Oh, I love it, man. Okay, yeah. so let's go through some of these. Like, not all 101, so it's not going to be a yeah. long episode. Okay, so that article, uh, they organized the 101 ways to improve your city. They organized them under six categories, okay? Here's what they were. They were on your street, yep. love that, in your neighborhood, at your parks, along your route, so like kind of along the way every day, Sure. Um, with your neighbors, and in your community. <laughs> so cool, right? Yeah. So what I've done is I've picked 12 for us to look at, like two from each category. And I'm going to be moving pretty quickly here. I'm just okay. going to say that. They're all gold, but like, again, I'll give you a link to be able to get to them. So um, I'll just tell you the number that they gave it in the list uh, of the cool idea and why I liked it, okay? okay? So here's the first one, number four. Create a little free library. <laughs> I love that, man. Right? Libraries, you know, they change and they evolve over time, but the pleasure and joy of reading books, it's the same as forever. Um, where my son lives uh, up in Seattle, all throughout their neighborhood, there's these little, like, they look like little mini garages, like yeah. little cabins. We've got them too on our, like, Do all throughout. They're a little book lending library. Love it. Yeah. Why is it good news? Because when you invest in other people's lives and you give away something that was meaningful to you, and yeah. then you see the neighbor got that book, and now you can talk to them about that, that's a blessing, man. Yeah. Right. You know, you know the uh, don't just stuff them too with Bibles. Like don't go to Goodwill because <laughs> that's what's happening in the ones in our city. <laughs> it's like you got some really good books, and then you know the Christians have been by because there's like 15 used Bibles that somebody collected at Goodwill. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be <laughs> great to leave a Bible, but yeah, I don't think you need to turn. Don't it, overstuff turn them it with into the, the bottom drawer at every hotel. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Number seven. Plant a tree. <laughs> yeah. How about it, right? Shade, serenity, sustainability, the garden, like tending to things, right? Trees add so much to a neighborhood, to a city, to the parkway. Think about a parkway. That's that grass between your sidewalk and the street. Yep. What if you, you know, saved up and bought like three or four trees and put them along your parkway? Or even talk to your neighbors into pitching in. Yeah. But you get them, get them in the right season and don't get the biggest tree in the world. They yeah. grow, hint. Yeah. And uh, they're cheap, right? So plant a tree. Yeah. There again, good group activity. Like, why are your friends doing this? Yeah. We just thought it'd be beautiful. Now, if you're planting in front of someone else's house, I just want to say, get get permission. Yeah. Or if you're going to go to a park and you want to add trees, ask the, the park will never say no. <laughs> city, dig them up, but though. ask them what kind of tree they want so yeah. that the roots aren't causing problems and all that kind. Of, right. So dig into that. Well, so our neighbor has a has two cherry trees, and it was an older couple that lived there that planted them. And I remember asking, like, what? Why are they there? And he said, as a kid, I just love cherries, and I wanted anybody who walked through the neighborhood just to feel like they could just walk down the sidewalk and pull cherries off my tree. Yeah. You're like, blessing to the city. This summer, we got so many apples and pears from the neighborhood. It's amazing. The neighbors were all exactly that. Yeah. And Just you know what? Help yourself. I'd walk. I'd, Tina yep. and I would walk and get them. I'd take my grandson, Pat, and we'd walk in a little basket and get them, and it was just a blast. Yep. All right. Uh, here's another one. In, in, on their list, it's number 16. It says, get lit. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes it only takes a few lights, like in your neighborhood, to completely transform your block and all that. And I remember that being exactly the case when we were living in Tacoma, uh, in our neighborhood, older homes, not a lot of street lights. A whole bunch of us just decided in our Michel community and in our community, and we talked a bunch of the neighbors into it. Let's start leaving our front porch light on every night. Yeah. You know, here, I'll buy you the bulb if you want. There's the new fluorescent ones. They last like a billion years. Sure. They cost like 15 cents a year. I think we can afford it. Here's <laughs> here's a dollar. I'll buy the next two decades, you know, yeah. of your power. And we, all of a sudden, the whole neighborhood was transformed. Instead of being weird and dark at night, yeah. all lit up, very inviting, cool. less crime, all of it, right? So get lit. <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> that. That was number 16, right? So shine a light, help people feel safe, help your neighborhood feel you know, more inviting. It's just, it's great. Yeah. Okay. Number 26, create a fit path. 
A fit path. What's a fit path? Um, a city fit path um, is uh, like a public space or even maybe a route through your city uh, that you kind of turn into um, a place that you can do physical movement, positive, you know, do like exercises. Um, people will come and do it together. Sometimes people will put up signs and do it. Other times there'll be one little box that has a sheet of paper that says, here's the route and how to do it. Sure. Check out the article. There's links on how to set one up. It's amazing. Yeah, but think about in your own neighborhood. If you said, Hey, here's just a little thing. When you get to this thing, stretch here, do five sit-ups here on this little bench, you yeah. know, lean on this and do some like kind of knee push-ups, Lunges, whatever, yeah. whatever. Um, people will do it. And then you'll get to talk to them. You get to hang out, you get to build community. It's good news when you help people stay fit and healthy and help them do it. And it's free. Yeah. yeah pretty cool. Do it. Uh, number 32 was fix up a local park. Okay. So think about it. Everybody almost has uh, a, a park that has something that's like barely functional. You know, the equipment's a little rusty and weird. Maybe it needs some painting. Um, would make maybe a new basketball court be something that like a Michel community could pitch in and get done or go out and fundraise for spend all summer raising it and do it. Yep. Um, I don't know. Uh, Trimming it, it, back the, uh, the bushes, the raspberry bushes that are encroaching on all the crazy equipment. sticker yeah. bushes. Yeah. Right. All that stuff. We've done all that stuff, all those kind of things. And they are a super blessing. Now that one's a little bigger, right? Yep. You see some of these are just boom, easy. Others you might be doing as a community or get your whole neighborhood to rally around it, create a pocket park, or like, like you said, you know, put in a, put in a new basketball court or something like that. So there's links there too on how to, you know, get help with all that. And I'll tell you too, places like Home Depot yep. and other, you know, Lowe's and homes, you know, supply and fix it stores and all. Yep. Usually will, willing to help. They're yep. very much so. Yep. They have, they've set aside just so you know, they've set aside budgets for these kind of things, and they generally want to make that donation to a nonprofit of some sort. Yeah. So connect it to, you know, a Salvation Army project or your church yeah. or something, right? Even if you can't do the whole basketball court, most of the basketball nets just need an eight dollar net on Amazon Prime. Paint just the go. backboard, yeah. restripe the thing, yep. put a bench in. Easy, right? Put a bench in so yeah. people, you know, right? That's not a few hundred bucks, right? Yeah. So, uh, number thirty six. I love this. Plan a pop up dog park. <laughs> that's cool like you know a pop-up <laughs> party or a pop-up restaurant yeah. it's not always there 24 7 right yeah. but if your neighborhood doesn't have a place for dogs to run free um there's nothing that a few yards of temporary fencing can't fix yeah. okay so you can create a pop-up dog park that becomes like really popular and some people like i there was one in the article they talked about um i think it was in california that uh, a farmer's market like yeah. every city has them we've got a bunch of them here they're not all year yeah. they're not in every neighborhood but what they did was it, it, those are generally adjacent to a parking lot or a field they set up a little of that orange fencing you know yeah. and they do a pop-up dog park so then people love it and they come and they cool. bring their pets and all so beautiful right yeah um and sometimes it, the people in the neighborhood and the city will say we really need a dog park and you can become something more permanent so yeah. pretty cool number 41 was uh map a 40 minute walking circle around your house that's cool <laughs> yeah measure uh it says measure and draw a two mile radius uh, circle around your house to determine like your like your walking threshold you know and yeah. the places that you can easily walk um and what what the point is is that you and maybe your neighbors will realize that there's a lot more local you know amenities and stores closer than you think most people can walk a couple of miles and really walk a mile at a quick pace. It's yep. 15 to 17 minutes. If you're crawling, it's 
20 minutes a mile. Sure. So you can do two miles in 40 minutes and uh, you'll be a lot more likely to hoof it, you know, and walk it and support local businesses if everybody already knows that. So I, I love the idea. Create a 40 minute walking circle yeah, around your great. house just for yourself, but then maybe share it, right? So um, number 54 was just ride a bike. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just start riding a bike once in a while and said, yeah, riding a bike really can save the planet. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it cited this uh, study done by the U University of California that said shifting more people in cities to bicycles, not like everybody and all the time, but just if more people start doing it and cutting their car use accordingly can reduce uh, urban like CO2 emissions and all that, but like 50% worldwide wow. in the next 30 years massive that's massive yeah. you know now that's not going to work for everybody we know i know got listeners that live in cities and they totally could bike sure and other people like dude it'd be like it'd be you know an hour and a half to work you know or yeah. whatever. but if you can or on the weekends what if you started to make a decision just let's start riding a bike that's cool number 57 this might be my favorite on the list uh said organize a bar crawl <laughs> some of our fun. listeners tuning out like what you know <laughs> they drink uh, yeah they drink um so you know vote your conscience on this we're not yep. here to talk anybody into anything they don't want to do or shouldn't do but um we've done it um you can you can organize a bar crawl and uh there's even like places in the article give you links on how to set that up and all but um some people do it as like a an after work mixer you know like yeah. a certain night of the week they'll do it some i know uh where we live people do it believe it or not as fitness events they'll go for like a like a 10 mile bike ride or like a five mile jog or whatever and then they'll, they'll hit like two or three bars the first one will have a smoothie and then the second one they'll have this and then they'll have a beer at the last one or something like that because they're it's fitness you know or whatever um and uh it's 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 awesome and and you can get to know like the patrons the of course the pubs the bars will love it uh, we actually uh i was in a mission community we modified that pub crawl and we turned it into a prayer pub crawl huh. and since our mission was kind of the people and the staff and everybody yeah. in, in our neighborhood, you know, and all the, the pubs and restaurants sure. and all that. We just would do a prayer pub crawl where we'd hit two or three of them. We'd go in there, talk to the staff, see how they're doing, talk to the locals, get updated on what's happening. And then we'd go outside and we'd pray for them, huh. <laughs> you know, not making a big deal out of sure. it, not a big spectacle. Uh, and we'd pray for them. And then we'd walk to the next place. You know, yeah. have a beer there, talk to everybody, pray for them, you know? So cool. So yeah, I mean, so organize a bar crawl. Uh, there's some elaborate stuff, sure. biking ones, running clubs. There's a lot of them. And uh, yeah, so that's a cool one. Love that. 62. Um, I almost did this once in life, but I didn't. Launch an oral history project. Okay. okay. There's a thing called StoryCorps out there. It looks like corpse, but StoryCorps, there's Studs Terkel. Um, there's a rich tradition of storytelling out there and people doing time capsules of like life and neighborhoods, especially real ethnic neighborhoods and all that. Mm -hmm. Documenting your neighbor's stories sort of helps preserve the fabric and history of that neighborhood. And, and it tells people that they matter. Yeah. And it tells them that their story is important. It honors people. It validates their story and worth. And it builds like a commonality like amongst people and trust. And you can do it really simply. You can just sure. do it on an iPhone these days. You can download online lists of questions that you'd ask people to help document their things. You can, If you you know have the skill uh, and ability, you can create just a little local website. You could start a Facebook group where you just upload them there as sure. an audio or a video file. Um, all that stuff. But launching an oral history project gives you man think about it. you get to talk to everybody you get to know their story you get to bear with them i mean oh gosh 
You know, one two two resources there. Uh, a lot of times, your city hall, like the website. So, like our, we live in Fircrest, the city of Fircrest has a history of the city, and they've also got a historian. It's oh, a good wow. good place to get involved, ask some questions, and then there's also this uh, Images of America series. Go to Amazon and type in your city, Images of America, and there's detailed in almost every city detailed pictures and history oh. of your city. So. So take up the banner for like your neighborhood yeah. or a chunk of your city and just and get to it. know everybody. Yeah. yeah, We came so close to doing this. We we actually had gotten the URL and all that. And we were going to do the aroma. It's oh, called yeah. the aroma. Because Tacoma aroma. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. Next one. Uh, number 78. Um, this is great. It says, here's how, you can, here's how you can improve your city and bless your city. Smile, particularly at strangers. <laughs> And then it goes on and said, if you're feeling really Southern enough, actually speak to people. Okay? <laughs> I was going to say most Southerners are like, people don't smile everywhere? Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I can remember not too many years back um, where I would walk from my home to uh, a building that we owned in community and we, we were, Soma was using it and we were yeah doing all kinds of different things. And for, it was almost like a community center, but sure. it was only literally about a... 60 90 second walk from my front door to the door you know oh, wow. and i would walk past the there was a salvation army there and people oh, in line yeah. for food and then was some housing there for transitional and i would walk past a ton of people every single day and i was usually just on my way and i remember like the holy spirit saying those are image bearers yeah like greet them every one of them is yeah. it's got a bit of me there you know it's like and so i started just greeting everybody and talking to them and and when we lived in manhattan after that that was different there yeah. <laughs> a lot of people but i had the same habit and people sure. were just like what are you doing right but smile and say hi to people yeah like just that make it your jam make it your thing yep. like we're gonna greet everybody absolutely you know? Love and, that. and a personal tip is don't ask a question like hey how are you doing today because that's yeah. like that now you're imposing and then they have to give an answer but you can just go hey good to see you yeah. have a great day you know just like make a statement you know <laughs> like, but you'll be surprised you see the same person long enough then you can turn it into a question all sure so it's good news when you honor someone yeah and i mean i think about this like this it seems so simple, but like we walk our neighborhood a lot and we take Patton, our grandson, yeah. and you know, he's just like this little light bulb right now. Bubbly. He's, yeah, he's just a bubbly kid. He will stop and wave down every single car. His favorite garbage man, the recycling truck driver, they all know him. He makes their freaking day That's every cool. week. Just you know, and them, he yeah. loves it. He loves seeing the garbage truck dump the cans, and it's it's That's he so loves fun. it. They love it. I'm like, how easy to make someone's day. Yep. It's not that different when adults do it, by the way. Okay? Yeah. Uh, 70, uh, the last one I'm going to give you is 79 and it, number 79, it's screen a movie outdoors. Yeah. And some of you've done this already. Uh, we have a neighbor in the neighborhood. Oh, I just moved though. And they, they did it all the time. It was great. Someone's got to pick up that. We just band. did it a few weeks back with the, uh, world series. Oh, boom. Put it on the side of somebody's, uh, their garage door. It's yeah. a white door. People yeah, are driving this, down the street, hit the brakes. Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, come grab, sit with there, us There's for a, a guy in my neighborhood. You open up his garage and he's got the whole, uh, digital golf yeah, it looks thing awesome he's got a oh, golf yeah, thing yeah. where you can golf like nine holes right in his garage it's like you know <laughs> so you hit cool. the screen and all. anyway so uh you know uh, having like an impromptu movie night's not that hard to organize it yeah. really isn't and you can have just your neighbors uh, or you can go a little bigger you can have a reason you can do it around a day off like uh you know if it's still nice enough out where you live or whatever time of year on a holiday night or the night before a holiday so the sure. kids don't have to come up in the article you can, there's a link to get a guide on how to set up your own screening and it gives you all kinds of tips and how to do it on the cheap and all that so that's a cool idea too anybody can do that alone but you can also do that as a family or a group of families or your small group or 
or Michigan community could host that. Yeah. I, I like predictable patterns. We've talked about on the show. Sure. I'd say like do a six week run and do always do family movies and do a six week run of family movies throughout the summer or something like that. Yeah. It Ooh. makes it it's so fun too. So people fun. come out, they bring their lawn chairs. Yeah. I guess on a practical level, how would you go about getting into these rhythms? How would you like say it was your missional community and you mm-hmm. wanted to present some of this? Would you present it to the group? Would you find your natural giftings? Would you find something that fills a need or something that that group is particularly interested in? Do you delegate out to other leaders? <laughs> is it Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's whoa, a lot whoa. of questions, but how how would you say Okay, I'm feeling called How do to I do this. Want to invite others, maybe my MC into this. Next steps. Yeah. So first off, you know, small is big, right? You know, slow is fast. So think about like go over the list yourself or you as a family. And I think it's always great to do stuff as a family. I yeah, just do, right? I agree. Um, yeah. Always bring the kids if you can. Go through that list, either the ones we just gave you or go through the 101. We'll give you the link uh, here coming up. Okay. And, and find something where your heart just leaps a little bit that you're excited about. That's a great place to start. And then I would do it. Just go for it. And invite your closest friends, but don't try to make it a group project just yet. I'd say go for it. Find when you're fun. And then let let the fun of that, because you're going to be as blessed as you've blessed anybody else. Sure. Let the fun of that and the excitement and the blessing that was, let that be contagious. And then say, hey, where'd you get that idea? I got it from this list. There's a ton of stuff. Let's look through this. Any of these sound Determine good to anybody else? Together, yeah. Now, even with 100 things, you find like, well, no one could agree on anything. I hear that all the time. Sure. Well, then find something that two or three people agree on and say, well, we're going to do it. And if anybody wants to join us, you get to. Don't worry about trying to get everybody on board for everything. And don't worry about picking the biggest possible thing on the list. Because some of the things are like a little bit more elaborate. They're all really doable. But some of them are a little bit more organized. You might have to like scrape a couple of bucks together to do it or get the city's permission or whatever. Others, you can just literally do them this weekend. You know? But pick one, get started, do it your, yourself, and then talk about your experience. It's undeniable. Let yeah. your you know your enthusiasm win the day, and then get whoever will pick the next ones with you and do it. But but I'd suggest make serving and blessing like this. Make it a rhythm. Yeah. Like don't make it like we did it once. That's right. Aren't we missional? <laughs> but like say you know like after you've done one and let people hear about it, and then the group picks one. Say hey, what if we tried to do? Maybe in some of them you could do in rhythm. You could pick sure. the one thing like a movie night. You could do the movie. Like we're going to do it. Let's Often do this. Let's do it weeks, all summer yeah. or whatever. Start small. Move. Like let let enthusiasm get there. And don't worry about if everybody doesn't get involved. Just yeah. let them hear about the good news. <laughs> you know? It's cool, okay. Man. It'll be all right. Helpful. Let's get to the big three for this week. Uh, you can get that by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 193. And the big three are just three takeaways we'd love for you to get, if nothing else, right away. You can download this. Yeah, let me summarize this and give you the big three. And by the way, the link to that full 101 ways will be a part of the big three download this week. Just go to our show notes page right there. He just gave it to you, 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 193. And uh, download the big three. And then right on there will be the link to that article. And you'll get get them all. Okay, so here's my big three, though. Opportunities to live as a blessing in your city and your neighborhood are endless. And this list reminded me of that. Yep. Time is not the issue. Well, I don't know if I have time for Time's not the issue. It's a hard issue. Availability and intention are the key. Hmm. Having the intention to do it. That's the key. Everybody has the time. And sometimes the smallest things we do for others can have the biggest impact. That's right. And it can be too easy to see a need or a possible cool opportunity and assume, well, someone else will do something about that. Look in the mirror, pal. It's your turn. 
Yeah. The advocate is you. <laughs> yeah. It really is. We get to. We get to. There's so many opportunities. Sure. Number two, giving our time and our talents and our resources to improve the lives of others really does display the heart of Jesus in our community. Whether, you know, we're setting up fun opportunities for relationship building, think about it, God's all about relationship and sure. restor, restoring that, or restoring something that's broken in our city, or creating new possibilities for people to thrive. There's a ton of those on the list. Yep. The good news of the kingdom of God, in other words, how God wants the world to work is put front and center through mm. these things. Regardless of which thing you pick, remember, not every gospel presentation has a little green booklet attached. Yeah. You're mm. absolutely right, ma'am. All right, number three. Number three, pick a simple project that interests you, like, oh, I like that, and just get started this weekend. I mean, really, like, throw caution to the wind. Get the list, pick one, and don't put it off. Don't wait until you can organize the perfect set of people and get the perfect plan. Oh, it might rain, whatever, you know. Like a lot of things in life, when we bless others and we give ourselves away, it is often us that receives the biggest blessing. So just get started, pick one. Pick a simple one, get after it. We feel God's love and provision flowing through us to others when we do these kind of things. How cool is that? It's so cool. So just get started. And, this, and I love the concept of, of like bringing kids into this too at the beginning. You know, if you got some kids, like make this a family thing. And you could put up a, a bookshelf in, in the front yard. You know, Absolutely. Like All right. You can get those big three by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 193. And again, you'll get the link to the 100 and plus small ways to improve your city. That's going to be included. Yeah. Uh, time's up for today, but we'd like to thank you for joining us. If you have not yet joined us on the Facebook group, just go to Facebook up in the toolbar, search Life School Podcast. We'll approve you. Uh, and A lot us, of fun stuff going on there. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us too. Some you, prize giveaways, goodies. <laughs> always good. And, and let us know. Like if you decide, hey, we're going to do number 54, like in your city, tell us how it goes. Oh, like, I love it. Even tell us, us which one you love the most and why. Yeah. And then we'll cheer you on. Yeah, absolutely. Or egg you on. <laughs> <laughs> Throw eggs at you. No, I don't I hope not. <laughs> so uh, join us on that Facebook group. Next week, we're going to talk about something we haven't talked about in the last couple episodes, which is kind of parenting. We, we, we love to get into the parenting topic here and there. Sometimes there's good news in that, too. <laughs> absolutely. So, so we're going to talk about how to get through some of life's toughest issues as a parent. Uh, next week so join us for that Ouch. okay you ready for that one <laughs> i'm ready thanks for being with us today for more information you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast